Is it moving? Like, no, it feels pretty locked up. So what the fuck, dude? Yo, what up, baby? Yeah, what's up, dude? Not much. Just fucking around doing some work shit right now. Mm, work, 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 work. It, work is 20 feet from my bed now, so. <laughs> it's hard. You're like, no, go away. <laughs> but it's always there. <laughs> Yeah, I can literally see my bed from my dad. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's okay. I'm I'm just like taking shit apart today, so just hammering at it. Mm. <sighs> so what's going on, man? Oh, uh, a lot of stuff and nothing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. I just. Um, just been here at home forever. Got fired for like two and a half months. Got rehired again at the same job. Just been working on mopeds, motorcycles in the backyard, doing my garden. Everyone started like gardening, dude. It was like, oh, COVID. I'm at home. I'm going to start a garden. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the furthest thing from my mind. I'm like, I want nothing to do with the garden. I mean, in Virginia, maybe, like, you don't really need it. Like, it's kind of like, I'm in the city here, and I just want a little bit of green. Yeah. Because I can't go out to the country or anything, really. I mean, I can, but, like, got to turn back around. Dude, how, is it so crazy out there? Uh, I mean, everything's, like, we didn't have a bunch of protests like Portland did. And we shut down hella early, like, fucking mid-March. San Francisco shut down and we were about to open back up for indoor dining and outdoor bars mm-hmm. and like the day that before that was going to happen they're just like nope shit's, shit's looking bad so we're going to stop that um, but San Francisco specifically has been fairly calm I mean everybody's like wear masks we never really opened anything up um I don't know about now, dude, with with no extra unemployment. Unemployment doesn't cover rent in the city, period. So, like, I don't know what's going to happen. What's, like, average, like, base rent up? Base, like, uh, unemployment out there? Like, 300, 400-ish? California, the max you can get is 450 per week. But that's, like, if you made... I want to say that's like $79,000. Yeah. Then you would get that. So like most people are getting anywhere between like 200 and like 300 and change a week. Yeah. And like, even if you conservatively are like, Oh, I live in a room, share a house with people. You're still going to pay like, you know, 900, 1100 bucks in rent. And so like, that's all your unemployment right there. Yeah. That's like so crazy. There's no like rent forgiveness or like, you know, breakdown to help out with stuff like that. Even even for landlords. Did they? Uh, It's illegal in San Francisco to evict someone right now. That's crazy. It will stay that way at least until, I don't know how they defined it, but like basically the pandemic's over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the board of supervisors passed like uh, an emergency law, so like 
you basically can't evict someone in San Francisco right now. It's almost impossible. Yeah, that's wild. We're, like we're uh, having like mass evictions in Virginia. <laughs> like, oh yeah, dude, everywhere it's so crazy. Yeah, it's like all right, sorry, you're not paying your rent. You're fucked. And How? Like, like I don't know, man. It's crazy. Like there's like things you can do to like get extensions and like. You know, there's like protesters and there's groups that are like showing up, like in like housing developments, and like, all right, we're gonna just sit on your yard, and when the people come, like, sorry, there's 50 people here. You're not, you're not evicting anyone. Like, oh yeah, word. Like that's happened a that's couple awesome. times. Yeah, like, that's happened a couple times. And like, I mean, you know. landlords got fucking mortgage forgiveness. Like, this should just ease up. Yeah, I mean, shit's crazy. It's like. It's hard to say because, like, I kind of would understand both sides. Like, if I owned like a bunch of property, and I was still yeah. like having to pay, you know, the same amount, I'm like, damn. Like, now, like, now, what do you what do if you're in a tight like, spot? But like, some got forgiveness, got some got some got money. Like, renters did. I think it was just like you don't have to pay your mortgage for three months or whatever. Yeah, like we're still paying our mortgage, dude. Like, it never stopped. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, see, I don't, like, actually know how it works out because, like, I'm just renting. So, like, it's, that's good to hear that, like, it, it's not what I thought it was. Yeah. Like, we're still, we're still paying, like, all our shit. But it's, like, it's weird. It's, like, even, like, uh, like, they just opened, like, a, like, Richmond's getting really crazy with, like, the, the whole, like, housing thing. Like, we're having, like, developers come in and there's like giant super apartment complexes like popping up left and right everywhere like the neighborhood i used to work in every warehouse that used to be just like some warehouse that used to have businesses in it like they're all luxury condos and like you know the whole like gentrification like brewery condo yeah like brewery condo freaking crossfit like that's like the whole neighborhood (laughs) where i was at like I'm like yeah, um, I recognize that neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that whole thing. Like, you know, like oh man, this is this is getting pretty crazy over here, guys. Like, like there's still two strip clubs in the neighborhood, but like everything around it <laughs> is turning, <laughs> turning crazy. And then like uh, right behind my house that we bought is like uh, it used to be like a house for like wayward mothers and like um, like an insane asylum. It was originally like okay. the ni- the 1900s. It was like the mansion of the guy who was like developing the neighborhood. And then like, he ended up like owing a bunch of money and like ran out in the middle of the night and just like abandoned this like mansion. And like, uh, then it came like all these other things and it sat abandoned for like years. And this couple bought it. Like it's a giant place, but this couple bought it for like pennies dude, like next to nothing. I think they got it for like $400,000 or something and all the land. And like, now they've turned it into like apartments and like, it's like right behind my house and like their two bedroom, like their most expensive two bedroom apartment is $750 more than my mortgage. Wait, a two bedroom apartment is 700. Oh no, 750 more. How much is a two bedroom apartment? It's like 18 something dude. It's like almost $1,900. I'm like, yeah, it sounds cheap to you, but like in Richmond, it's like, that's like bunkers. Like it's crazy. Really? Like I remember 10 years ago when I had like roommates, dude, like I was living in a three bedroom house with off street parking, 
two full baths, like three floors, and we were paying eleven hundred dollars for the three of us, like split. Wow. Yeah, and that was like ten years ago. Yeah, like six years ago, I was living in the upper floor of a uninsulated warehouse that was also a printing press area, machine business, whatever. Yeah. I was paying 1100 for that, and I, I thought that was a pretty good deal. But like by yourself? Like uh, you- well, yeah, except when the guy was working or drinking there. But like you were paying that much. But yeah, just me. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, I kind of miss like when I was just like young and like wild and just like, all right, man, what are we doing? Like, I'm living in a house with all my homies and I'm splitting my bedroom with my my boy who's like on tour all the time. Like he was like on warp tour and doing other shit. So he was like always on tour and me and him split my bedroom. So I was paying like 150 bucks, 200 bucks a month for rent, something dumb, like oh, rid- nice. ridiculously cheap and like everyone's just like hanging out every day. Cause like, that's all we had to do. Like, what do you got to do today? Like work a couple hours. Like, so you can like afford your shitty cheap rent. Like, <laughs> Oh, I love that. I miss that time. <laughs> like the last house I, I lived in like that in Santa Cruz is like 10 dudes live there. I think <laughs> I had to walk through someone's room to get to my room. Oh, hell yeah. But like the backyard had a, a half pipe and a bar and chicken <laughs> and like you could just jam out there and like just hang out and just like bring a bunch of beers and if you want to bring people back you're like yo I got half pipe in my backyard and a bar Hell you, want, you want to hang out <laughs> like there's there's something to be said about like people who are like responsible and like did everything the right way but there's also something to be said about those who you like just like fucked off for like a couple of years and just like hung out <laughs> what, are you, do, like, what are your plans? Yeah, it's like what are your plans? I don't have any. What am I doing this summer? Uh I work this temp job just enough to afford to pay my phone bill and my like three hundred dollar rent, and then I go out of town for like an extended period of time. <laughs> yeah, I'll just do whatever. I don't know. I'll call in sick, fuck it. What doesn't care? <laughs> Dude, that's ridiculous. Like that's so crazy to me now, because like I'm like super like stickler about working and like being dependable and reliable. And I see like dudes who like get drunk on the weekend and miss Monday. And I'm like, how do you miss Monday, bro? Like the week, how do you the, miss Monday? the week's got to start, man. We, we're, we're here to work, man. You get paid to be on the job. I'm like, how are you going to, how are you not going to show up? And like, and I remember just being young and like, you know, like calling out of work for like no reason. Like mm, I'm tired. I don't feel like going in today. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, well, I, I, don't, I don't have to worry about going in anymore. I know my my girl's commute's <laughs> like that. She's like she calls her commute um like the the time in the morning when she takes their Ethernet cable from the from the from the office to the to the modem. <laughs> <laughs> like plugs it in. She's like, oh, all right, my commute's done. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I just have uh, a whole computer that's entirely devoted to work. Yeah, she got like they just took she just took her whole work computer home. <laughs> like everyone who was in yeah. her office just like took home their work computer and the phone, everything. Yeah, I have a work computer and like a scooter disassembled and all its various circuit boards and like tons of weird electronic gear, like a soldering iron, power supply. 
It's a fun little thing. I can make stuff for up. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the, like, what's your like company or what, where are you at? Like, what are you like doing for those who don't know? Cause I barely know. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not even going to do a great job of explaining what I do to be honest, but I, I work for an electric scooter company. Um, I used to work for Scoot. Uh, we kind of started electric scooter sharing, like the actual moped ones mm-hmm. um, back in 2012. And now I work for Bird, the uh, kick scooter company. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I can tell you a little bit about what I do. Uh, I am a security engineer. So it's my job to break things before other people do it and then hopefully fix those things. Sick. So I can't really go into too yeah, much yeah, more yeah. detail. I know, but. especially with like the uh the cloud listening and everything. Oh yeah, dude, the cloud is <laughs> all that Like our, our friends, um our our friends like uh like boyfriend or whatever, it's like he was working at like Dollar Shave Club and like now he's like got like some crazy <laughs> job some crazy job at Apple. Like he's like about to like move across country like as soon as like all the shit's figured out or whatever but he's like yeah he's on that whole like top secret tip where like you can't talk about anything it's got the you know the non-disclosure and all the shit and it's like all your products are apple and it's like we were joking the other night about how like if he mentioned some fucking keywords like i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> like i'm sure that shit would like red flag and like automatically start listening and recording the shit he was saying Oh, I'm sure it would. Like I'm sh- dude, I'm 100% sure it would because I literally, we got Olive Garden tonight for dinner. I literally, yeah. she said Olive Garden once. My, mm-hmm. my girl said it out loud once. We drove there. <laughs> we picked up dinner. I get home. I'm scrolling Instagram. Like within like the first couple swipes, Olive Garden ad and shit on Instagram. And I'm like, dude, like <laughs> I've never seen an Olive Garden ad on Facebook or Instagram ever. Like, like this shit ever, never, it's never happened. Like this shit's crazy, dude. Everything's fucking creepy. Dude, last night I was my sink kind of fell apart for a hot minute, and so I was like trying to understand it because I don't know plumbing. And I was like, okay, I see where it's leaking. I'm like, all right, I'll have to figure out what this is. And I didn't even say it. I only kind of thought, like, okay, <laughs> and then started googling how to. And the first thing was like how to replace sink pee trap, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I didn't even say it. I didn't save it. Yeah, it's just Why crazy. Is it the first it's like think how bad it's gonna be if like Elon Musk like figures out the whole narrow link shit. <laughs> oh, isn't he providing like internet to the world or something? Like satellite. He's trying, always trying to do something crazy. Like, I'm, yeah, so he's gonna launch a cloud of satellites and like provide Elon Musk internet everywhere. I don't know, man. <laughs> like the last crazy shit I just heard about was like like the Neuralink thing. He's like, yeah, we got these little teeny tiny wires. We're gonna try to like implant it into someone's brain, and then like you know you you you're enhanced with a computer. I'm like, what? yeah, yeah, it's real wild shit. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> I'm not high enough for that yet. He's gonna start Cybernet, dude. It's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> like, how's it gonna? How's the world gonna end, dude? Oh, Elon Musk went too far. He fucked up. <laughs> oh fuck, man! Uh, are you been playing like you been playing mopeds soon? How's how's that been out there? Uh, I mean, I've I've fixed a lot of my mopeds, but like, 
I just kind of ride them around, you know. We'll, I'll do like a social hangout in the alley every now and then. Uh, but like, we haven't gone on any group rides or anything. I think like here it's kind of like, I don't know. It's like weird. It's like you want to like social distance and like you want to like be safe and like all this stuff. But it's like it's still, I don't know. We have like our small like friend group of like, you know, moped people or whatever. And like yeah, none of us are like kind of scared to hang out with each other. And like, yeah. I'm, I'm still going to work. Like I've like, I got, I was off like laid off for, for like maybe three weeks. And I got another job. And so like, I've been like working this whole time, like around people and like, oh, you know, damn. I wear like a mask, like, uh, like occasionally at work. Like if I'm going to be like in a confined room or someone, you know, like yeah. oh, I'm going into the office to like talk to like the fucking office lady. I'll put my mask on or like, I got to oh, yeah. like receive a package from the UPS dude or some shit. Like, but besides that, it's like not really because we have like you know some kind of space between us and like I don't know. It's kind of yeah, weird. What do, do? what do you do? I actually don't. I don't know if I know. Oh, screen printing. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like I do shirts and stuff. Yeah. That's why like I'm always like selling shirts and shit because it's like that's what I do for work. So I've always had like access to like printing presses and like things to make stuff. I I think I knew that I was. I don't, I don't know why I didn't remember. Nah, it's all good. Like, it's funny now, like, the place I'm at now is, like, like a crazy shop. It's so busy. Like, my last shop was, like, chill. Like, the chillest print shop I worked there for, like, a couple of years. And, like, I literally just, like, it was me, my homie Jordan that's in Black Block. And, yeah. um, and this dude, Derek, and then, like, the owner. And, like, the owner would, like, like just stop coming to work. So, he was never around. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's like, I mean, it was like, it was weird. It was like a positive and a negative. It was like negative because it's like, all right, man, who's driving the ship? Like, who's like pushing the thing forward? Like, are you going to try to grow this company? Or are you just like coasting along? And then like, yeah, who's giving us a goal to like work towards? And like, what, where are we going? Yeah. You, you like, if, when you're like employed by someone, you want to see like the company do better. So like, you know, especially when it's a small company, because like when it's a small company, you feel like you get like, more out of like the growth and development of the company itself. Cause like I'm an, I'm a, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an essential part to this whole thing. Like it doesn't work without like me. If I, if I don't show up, shit doesn't get done. Yeah, you, you helped lay the foundation for like when it gets greater down the road, it's like Jason fucking made that happen. So that's why we can do all these other million things. Yeah. So it's like, you, you'd think that, you know, if the boss, like, Grew the company by like you know five hundred thousand dollars that you get you know you hopefully you get a raise, <laughs> and it's yeah. like when your boss doesn't show up to work or like you know you don't see him for like you see him like once in like two weeks and you're like oh man like he just like, kind of drops stuff off the like jobs to do and send stuff in but he's not actually like there grinding with you in the trenches you're like all right man where where's the next yeah yeah it's like where's the next thing coming but it was like it was relaxing because it was literally I just go to work. And it was just me and my boy. Jordan's over there chilling, printing on one press, and I'm like printing on another one. And we just like, you know, get done the jobs that are there and like go home and like don't really have yeah. to take it with me. You don't have to think about it. And like, I literally listen to audiobooks or like podcasts like all day long. I kind of miss that, to be uh, honest. Dude, I miss, I miss, that's the thing I miss the most about the job I had like listening to podcasts or audiobooks for eight hours a day. Like, I was devouring like audiobooks. It was ridiculous. Like, I had Audible account. And I was Damn, like, crazy. and like, 
Audible.com does this thing where you can uh, return or exchange any book. It's like Uh-oh. it's like in oh. their, yeah, it's in their thing. You pay for the subscription or whatever, but you can legal like you can return or exchange anything. Like, and as soon as my friend told me that, because I knew like I I'd seen it, but I didn't like really think much about it. And my friend's like, "Yeah, you return anything." I'm like, "A word." So I like crush a book and like like a thirty hour book in like a week, and then like return it. And like give no mm-hmm. give give no region and and they just give me my credit back and I buy, get another book and do the same thing. You buy like X amount of credit, get a book, and then you just continue to return or whatever you can get for that. Yeah, I did it too much. Like oh, I, I I found that there is a limit because <laughs> like it, I did it and it worked and I was like, oh, that's sick. And I listened to another book and then like whatever, like you know, I wasn't listening to a whole lot of shit, but then, like, when I really started ramping up, like, I tried to only get books that were, like, 25 hours or longer. Like, something, some epic yeah. tale that's gonna, like, get me through a, wor- a work week, you know? Like, something long. So, I was, Oh, yeah, okay, I see it. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was my, like, th- reason behind it. I was like, oh, I'm not gonna, like, waste my fucking free credit, because you get a free credit a month. I was like, oh, I'm not gonna waste this free credit on, like, a 10-hour book. Then I'm gonna like crush in two days. Like that's stupid. So I was like, I just like looked through like epic fantasies and shit like that for like really long stories. And just like that that was my whole criteria. Yeah, that was pretty much my whole criteria for like the books I was like listening to. It wasn't about like if it's good or like the author or like this or that. It was like, no, what's the length? I need something that's gonna <laughs> like entertain me for hours while I'm working. Like, you know. So I can turn my like brain off, you know, and it was going pretty good. And then I was like, you know, returning books and returning books and returning books and returning books. And then one day, cause it's so easy to do on the app. You just go to the app and you swipe the thing and you hit return or exchange and it's easy. And then it got to a point where like it wouldn't let me do it on the app anymore. And I had to like call a number. So you can you can still do it, but they made it harder. They make it they make it take like another they flag extra. You. Yeah, they They're flag like, you. Flag. You gotta call. Yeah, it make, they flag you, and it, and it, and you gotta take like an extra step or two to do the same thing. They'll do it for you, but but it made it like a little more tricky. And so I got, <laughs> so I so I chilled out for a bit, and like and then I got my like privileges back. I guess the flag went away. <laughs> But now I'm like I've been like working this other job where like they don't allow phones or shit like on the like production floor like they don't want you in a phone because like people are abusing it. Yeah, it's like it's also it's like it's like more employees, so it's like they gotta like keep the reins over all these people. So it's like all right, right. like let no phones like because people would run off and like there's one dude would like run off talk on the phone for like ten minutes and like yeah where's that dude at. Like, oh, he's, he's outside. He's been outside on the phone, like, blowing it, you know? So, ruin it for everybody. Yeah, man, no phones, no headphones. Like, like I was like, this shit's for birds, but it's whatever. Like, now I'm just, like, focused on working. And, like, you know, yeah. the, and the place is so much more busy, so it's, like, there's more, like, you know, there's not, not as much, like, time to just, like... Mm-hmm. Chill. You're not just like thinking about stuff. You're like, all right, I got got a bunch of shit to do. Yeah, there's stuff to like keep my mind like, like going all day. So like, I'm like, all right, gotta do this, gotta do that, gotta do that. What's the next job? Like, keep shit moving. Like, we do a lot of that um, that print partner stuff. So like, you know, there's like a custominc.com and like Bonfire and all the sites like that. 
Like, okay, okay, yeah, like people, t-shirt. Yeah, 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 a lot of people are like doing shirts like through companies like that now instead of going through print shops, which is like, it's weird. Like, but it's like convenient. Huh. Like, I've sold some stuff on there. It's convenient. It's like you just go to their site. It doesn't cost anything to use, and like you can, you know, sell a shirt or sell like a one or shirt or a couple shirts or like you know a bunch, and then like it gets shipped directly to people's houses like from that that company. But oh, like, yeah, yeah, but like customink.com and like Bonfire and all these other places, they don't actually do any of their own printing. They're, they're not a print company. They're like, they're an online, like technology service company. They're just the storefront and like they, they contracted you guys to yeah. print the stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. oh, yeah. I used to work at a photo lab that basically did the same thing. Like, okay. do you know SmugMug? No. So it's like, it's just an online thing where you go and you're like, do you have digital photos? Do you want a real copy of them? Do you want, you know, four by six, 12 by 19? Do you want like a giant panorama? Do you want it on like a canvas? Do you want yeah, it in yeah, metal? Yeah. All that shit. And we were just a giant industrial photo, photo lab in Santa Cruz. Okay. And the same kind of thing. I, yeah. I ended up being one of the machine operators. So like all I would do is walk around constantly and take the photos off the machine and put them in a pile and then give them to the sorters. And the machines never stopped running. So, like, I just walked constantly, like, in a circle around <laughs> five machines. And I had a homie who was the sender, and he would send them to the appropriate machine for the size and the type and all that other shit. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, I just had one headphone in and, like, listened to Pandora all day. And, like, he would just tell me something if he ever needed to, but mostly we never talked. And I just fucking ran circles around those machines all day. Yeah, dude. That's just crazy. It was I, it was nice, but like it was a totally mindless job. I would just like walk circles and take shit off the fucking printer. Hell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude! Like I think it's weird, like how like I don't know, like people like come up with things like that. Like, oh cool, I want to I want to open a print shop that actually doesn't do any printing. <laughs> like, I'm gonna open a crazy online print store and outsource all of the work, and like they they kill it. Like Amazon's doing the same thing now. Like. You can buy and order shirts and stuff like from Amazon, and like Whoa. people can like sell their shirts and do all the shit like on Amazon, and just like Amazon just outsources all the printing. Like Amazon's not a print shop; they don't do any printing. Yeah, they don't do any of that. No. Yeah, they just like outsource all the shit and get shipped. I'm like, all right, cool. You use our website to buy this thing. We we make I mean, money. It's great. It's like the old the old saying, you know, in the gold rush, the people who sold the shovels. <laughs> yeah dude i wish i wish i like thought of it first man like <laughs> not gonna lie right like that'd be sick yeah my boss said like if he uh if like the company that he like does the printing for ever like like drops him or something he's just gonna get like some guys in a third world country like like he's got like he's got like all his artists are in georgia so like all his okay. art, all his art gets done like overnight like in georgia and they just like send him like files folders of like all this art already done and he pays like huh. you know not a lot of money to get the art done and like yeah, yeah. i just send all the stuff to, this, to these guys in this country and like i pay them like you know 1500 bucks a month or something and they're living like like kings over there like wherever they're at because like, like they're making so much money. he's like oh yeah they were making nothing now like making so much money so they're more than happy to like do like the artwork 
Yeah, and for them, like, they're good at it, and they're just like, all right, let's bust his artwork out. Yeah, and he's just like, he's like, dude, if they ever, like, the company ever drops me, like, I'm just gonna, like, have some people in the third world country steal their whole source code and, like, make my own website. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm like, yeah, why not, right? Like, it's available, just go online, you steal all the shit, and you just change the colors, and, you know... <laughs> tweak, tweak. Online, yeah, tweak a little bit. Bam. <laughs> now I got a clone site. Welcome. <laughs> Purchase all items here. I'm hacking on this USB stick. <laughs> I was like, I didn't, like, if I was to like just like copy Treatland's website and make my own Treatland, I think that'd be a really funny joke, but bad at the same time. <laughs> I mean, if you made it like Beatland, that's just all about beats and different beat accessories, <laughs> I think that would be pretty tight. Like, uh, I don't know. It's like being 1977, but like all your parts shipped from Treatland. <laughs> just call it 1978 moped. <laughs> That'd be super funny. Like, just another <laughs> moped site, but like all the all the things just come from Treatland, and I just like and it just takes a little bit longer to ship. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's it's all it's like you buy it from me. I'm making money at a at a marked up price, and you drop and I drop ship from Treatland. I mean, I think some stuff from 1977 does get drop shipped from Treatland. Yeah, we did a like a long time ago. We did like some race between uh, Treatland Dose and. And 1977, oh, really? yeah, we did it on the podcast. It was like a thing for an episode. We were like, "All right, Thomas was like, oh, let's just do a race." So we ordered like oil or some shit, like you know, from uh, from each to see like how long it would take to get to to Richmond. Okay, yeah, yeah, and it went like I think Dose won because they were closer. Then it was Treats, and it was 77, but 77s came from Treats. <laughs> and we were like, ah, oh, we were freaking out. We we're like, ah, oh, it was crazy. <laughs> Like, oh shit, the secrets are locked. Yeah. But it's like nothing from, nothing against Dan, like whatever, dude. Like he's still doing the thing, right? Like you know. Oh yeah, totally. Like who who else is gonna fucking step up? I know like not everyone. Like it just sucks yeah, that like he, it just sucks that he, Yeah, dude. I don't know. That's a pain and like I don't know. It just sucks that he never like well, I don't know. I wouldn't say never got it together, but like it sucks that it's always had like the problems that it's had. Yeah, I mean, shipping has always historically been a problem in the moped community. I mean, I myself am guilty of like not shipping things for months. But yeah, I mean, gotta get it together better as a business. Yeah, I got two shirts I need to ship this week from um, mopedmonday.com dot com, and I got the three prizes from like the last raffle that like are sitting here in my living room. I'm in the studio oh, room shit. that I haven't, that I haven't shipped yet. That was from episode 90. So two weeks I ago, if you some stuff for prizes, like in 2019, like, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should ship spacers for prizes. I have a bunch. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put like 20 different fucking kits on things. So yeah, I mean, fucking, fucking do it, dude. Like we're still, we're kind of like collecting a bunch of stuff for episode hundred, like our big 100. We're trying to do like a big raffle, like um, our homie Sal from out in uh, LA sent us like a Tomos bottom in with like electric Ooh. start and shit. 
So we're gonna what? Like, okay, it's got the it's got the electric starter on it. So I think we're gonna I think we're gonna rebuild that. And then like click get some other stuff. We got like a we got a fancy like case splitter from somebody. Someone sent us a pipe to give away. Like we got a pile of shit growing in the corner that we're just gonna like do like a like a giant, like kinda like just like a moped raffle, like I guess like just at a rally. Yeah, like all right man, you get this. You know this and this, and then we'll just like do a, I don't know, do a bunch of shit or like make some like a one big or a couple big prizes. I don't know. Still trying to figure. Yeah, it out. just do like a big moped rally raffle, you know? Yeah, dude. Like no raffle tickets needed, dude. Just listen to the fucking episode. Oh yeah, do a live raffle. <laughs> That'd be tight. We'll see. Maybe we'll do like the whole like episode one hundred live and like live the raffle like in the chat that'd be tight oh yeah there's gotta be a way to do like some raffle in a chat bot type thing because they'll do like random dice or cards or shit so like i'm sure there's i'm sure there's a bit of software that does that um someone some someone's got it out there some elite hacksaw <laughs> super techie <laughs> you put anything you put anything core now have I had anything cool right now? Not say you building anything cool right now. Oh yeah, I made this cool. I got bored, and so I made a, a solar powered like temperature and humidity sensor. And so it sits out in my yard in the plants, and then I have this dashboard that tracks it over time, so I can track like what what the last twelve, twenty four, you know, what the last week looked like temperature wise. And that's how you know if you should go outside or not. Uh, no, I mean, it's just foggy most of the time for the first half of the day, and then it gets sunny for the second half of the day, and at 5 o'clock, the winds pick up. It's pretty regular like that during summer, so it's, I don't know. Let's say you decide your riding times. All right, guys. If we ride between the hours of... <laughs> I mean, the fog's fun to ride in. I just gotta be in the mood for it. A little foggy rip-in. There's been like one or two times that it's been foggy out and we've done a ride. Like back in the day, I had a 24 McTuney frost up on me and that was really weird because it was like 55 degrees. Damn, like all that, all the white shit on it? Yeah, like it was ice. Like I could rub ice off of it. And I was like, that's, that's fucking nuts. That's crazy. Well, it seems like it's working pretty good. Yeah, I mean, keeping it nice and cool. And yeah, dude, sucking it in. <laughs> Suck it down, baby. I don't even know if we like last time we had you on the podcast. Like, uh, did we talk about how you got in the mopeds? I don't even remember. I don't know if we did. I should listen to that episode again. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. Talk about it now. How'd you get into mopeds? Oh man, it was in Santa Cruz in college. I remember my homie got like two poop mopeds and was just like. They looked like so much fun. It was like a ZA50. That's the one he rode. And like I rode, I don't know what the other one was. And I was like, all right, I got to get me a moped. And then a week after we rode them, he crashed and dislocated his shoulder. He's like, I'm still going to ride. Fuck you. <laughs> I was like, I definitely need to get a moped now. <laughs> uh, I don't know how long it took, but 
eventually I found an ad on Craigslist where this professor was selling a scooter for like 600 bucks. And he's like, also, there's this non-running moped that I'll throw in for free whoever buys the scooter. Oh, and so I emailed him, and I'm like, I can't afford the scooter, man, but if you want to give that moped to me, like, I'll take it off your hands. And uh, he said, no, I'm going to give it to the person with the scooter. And then, like, a week later, he emailed me back. He's like, the person who bought the scooter really didn't want the moped, so you can come and get it. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, you free moped. Hell yeah. Well, it was it? like a... There's a Gorelli step through with the horizontal motor. Oh, shit. I don't know. It was okay. I never got it running right. I ordered, like, the carburetor was kind of fucked. And so I ordered the only time. This is in, like, shit. I just found a Santa Cruz. So this is, like, 2004. And so. I had ordered the only thing available, which was like a Delorto fourteen twelve from nineteen seventy seven mopeds, which was actually drop shipped from Delorto in Italy. And so it took like five months or some shit to show up, God damn. which was like super depressing. <laughs> I was like, "Well, there's nothing I can do. I can just try and like research it, or like I just ended up buying a motorbike somewhere else." Oh shit! In Santa Cruz, yeah, because I was like, "Dude, I just need a moped." And you were like, and like, I'm going to bite the I French was, bullet. I didn't know anything. Like, it was just the next one I found. Like, I I found that there were some manuals on it. Like, I couldn't really determine. Like, I just didn't want to poop because everyone had to poop. I wanted something different. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, sweet motive again. And then I remember me and my buddy couldn't figure something out. So we, like, reached out to the creatures that we found online. And we're like, hey, like, we have some moped problems here. And, like, I think one of them wanted to buy an engine off my buddy. And so, like, okay, we're going to come down to Santa Cruz and we'll, like, help you guys out with your mopeds. And, like, they came down and bought something from him and then came over to my house. And, like, I was like, oh, yeah, let me show you this moped and see if you guys can, like, help me fix it out. And I was like, so here's this motivating, and they're just like, oh, no, we don't work on motivating. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, fuck. I have this moped where the carburetor won't show up and this other one where no one knows how to work on it, but there are manuals, but I don't know how to do it. And like, I don't know, dude, I just, I just wanted to fix that thing and like make it work. So I just got real stoked on mopeds at that point and just figure out how to take two balls out of the variator. Oh yeah. I finally got that shot and then ordered another one and it only took like two months the second time. (laughs) Dude, um, no one else like no one in mopeds now knows about the pain of like the the weight like they've all been, they've all had treats they've all been spoiled like like oh and also like you can get all the crazy engines from those cycles now and stuff mm-hmm. i remember you had to like find a, a willing frenchman on ebay to get an av10 motor most of them would say no if you didn't speak to them in French. And like most of the time they could tell that you were translating English through like AltaVista or Google. And they're like, no, no <laughs> translating. Fuck you. And like, occasionally one French guy would be like, yes, I will sell it to you. You must pay like 180 euro shipping. And you're like, fuck it. Just send it to me, man. I don't care. Dude, that's crazy. Like, uh, I think my friend was just talking about the other day, like how he's like, 
he can't find anyone like in a, to ship him like some shit. He was trying. He's like, dude, no one in like the foreign eBay will ever ship me anything. <laughs> it's tough. Like you have to ask them like in the right way. I don't know. It's, I've never, I've just, it's always been like a random crapshoot. I've never found the right way. I've just like tried different methods and occasionally it works. Oh yeah. Luckily I've, like, I've never like, I don't think I've ever had, order, like the only thing I've ordered from a later from another country was like that Polini variator and like, but that was from like an actual website of guy who sells parts. So it was like, okay, no translating needed. It's like, cool. I just went to his website and bought a bunch of shit, you know? So I will, I will spill one little secret. If you want to order something cool from Italy, I think you just have to post about it in the performance forum and Angelo Massimino will PM you out of nowhere. <laughs> I swear to God, that's the way to get rare engines from Italy. Vesta or Minarelli yourself. That's tight. He's just like, lur- he's just lurking the fucking performance section. Like, yeah, this is I'm like in the sale this week. I posted uh, a post about looking for a manual for a V2 because I couldn't find it. I was like, if anyone knows. And then like a week later, he, he messaged me. He's like, so I have a V2. I don't have the manual, though. Would you like to buy it? You were like, yes. Yeah, I was like, yes, please. I will buy that. I was like, I don't need a fucking manual, bro. Send it this way. Let's go. I still haven't found a manual. <laughs> It's like rafters pictures and then ones I took are like the only ones that I can find. Damn. Is it the same like is it the same as a C two? Like is it like super no. similar? No. Because I've seen a C two. I don't like, think I've seen the V two. The V two, everything is like unique and special and like it has a weird like the the clutch and the front variator, the clutch is like a bad of its clutch. Okay, like, like and then plates. The, yeah, it's like a plate thing with like a ring, a spring in a circle with like a bunch of balls in the spring. And then there's a variator, but there's three white pucks that are not round. They're like this techno trapezoidal shape and they get pushed in and out on grease with a spring. God, what a weird design. <laughs> It's so goofy. It, I, and then the, the rear pulley is actually, you need to split the cases to remove the rear pulley. Damn. It's such a weird design. That's crazy. I thought like, um, what's his name? Uh, fuck. I'm going to like, I'm ruining it right now. I think fucking Mike from the hot and Rennies, the dude who owns moped. Okay, I I know there's a dude. I I forget his name. It's yeah, probably Mike. I'm blowing it right now. Uh, but I think I think he has. I think I thought he had like a V2, or maybe it was a C2, like on a Gorelli. Like I mean, not a Gorelli on a fucking General Five, like black, like General Top Tank, like five star. So they did make both. I think they made a V2 and a C2 General. It's probably a C2. Like those are the fun ones you can like put a Vesper variator on and stuff. So it's like V1L kits, I think. I haven't been like so out of like the fucking Italian fucking Minerali game. Like I had that like one like I had my V I had my V1 Safari that I got for like four hundred bucks. Like on my birthday, it was like oh I'm gonna get this for myself. Like 
I found it from some dude. I went and met him at this church in Southside. And like, I, I did the whole thing. I was like, oh, I showed up with tools. I'm like, man, let me, let me take the, you know, <laughs> I was like, let me take this off to make sure it's not seized. And you know about these wires, bro. I tried to like, you know, tech them like, like I knew what I was talking about or some shit. And like, yeah. <laughs> like he wasn't really trying to budge that much. Like he didn't budge that much. He came down a little bit. I still ended up coughing up. I paid like 400 bucks. Which still wasn't bad, it, but it was like a Safari top tank. It had a fucking, it had a V, it had a Polini 80 kit already on it. Oh, nice. And like, it was like a Shaw and like some pipe. It wasn't like anything crazy. Like, like some like, you know, some shitty pipe, like the good stock one or something. I don't know. But I got it back yeah. to the fucking garage and like, I just rewired it because he had it wired wrong and like put in some <laughs> gas and the bike fucking started. And I was like, winning, winning. It was like screaming around the shop, like, yeah. And like, that is like the best part about the Italian bikes, like Vespas and Minarellis. Like, everyone always wires them wrong or the brake light bulb is out. And you just like, let me just wizard this real quick. Yeah. New bulb. <laughs> and they like fired up, dude. And I was like, all right, dude, I got a new bike. <laughs> like, I went all out. I painted it. I had, I had Chris, I mean, uh, I had Thomas. Fucking painted oh, with like painted with fucking car paint, so it was like all nice. It was like I did Chrysler black. It was all like sparkly and shit. And like, ooh, damn! It was fun, dude. It was a great bike. I took it. I think I only took it to one rally. No, I took it to two rallies. I took it to Angels, um, like Gettysburg thing. And I was it the one I went there. I don't know. I took it to I took it to one of them, and I and I gave it to like someone as a loaner, like my boy Cuppy wrote it or some shit. And it was like I I went to one of those angels things, but I don't remember which one. I think you were on your. Uh, I was I on the Hobbit with yeah, the blue tank. Yeah, I rode a Hobbit with the blue tank. I think my girl might have been with me in Dubs, and then I loaned out my Safari to my buddy. And like, I think it was the one where um, what's his name, Drew Bell, like showed up on a like a like a five hundred cc two stroke dirt bike. Sick. And I was like, yo, that thing is sick. Like one the fucking old school, like 80s fucking widowmaker. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> no one should have a 500 cc two stroke. I was like, they're so like unsafe. <laughs> like the most like geared low and everything. Oh, dude, like, it's like the most uncontrollable power. Like I'm just like the power band's like shitty, dude. Like it's like one of the bikes you just want to put like an anchor on the flywheel so like you can control the bike. <laughs> Like tame it, yeah. But I was like, dude, I was like, yo, let me let me ride it. And he's like, you can, if you can start it, you can ride it. And I was like, I'm a I'm a big dude. I'm like, I was like 250 at the time, maybe 230 or something. I'm a big dude, and I'm like, all right, I can start that fucking bike, whatever. And I get on it, and he's like, he's like, I normally kick it with boots, only like like his moto motocross boots. He's like, yeah, I only kick it over when I'm wearing like motorcycle boots, like my motocross boots or whatever. Cause like, I feel like it's going to break my leg if I don't. And I'm like, nah, I got it. I literally jumped down to kick it and the fucker didn't move. Like, what? <laughs> it like barely moved. And I was wearing like Vans or something like the, the worst shoe for it ever. And I was just like, no, I'm good. Never mind. <laughs> I hopped right Wasn't off. Dude. One cylinder? This is one five hundred cc cylinder. Yes. It's one cil- it's a one cylinder five hundred cc two stroke dirt bike. And it's like Jesus. it's a giant piston. They made like a CR made a version. Like I think I can't remember what his was. It was like 
a DT or something. I can't remember what brand it was. Azuki maybe, but like they're they're crazy bikes, and I'm like, I've only seen like I, mean, I never got to ride it, like I because I I couldn't start it, so I so I lost out on the chance. But I'm glad I didn't because yeah, I probably I mean, would have wrecked it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it probably would have not gone over well. It probably not have gone well. I mean, shit. Yeah, but I, I don't know. They're really cool. Like I, I got to bring that bike there, the Safari. I took it there and I took it to my first like that, that Nashville rally where they did uh in that big field and like the the trace and shit. And that's oh, I've heard about the field. Yeah, that was like the only the only time I took that bike somewhere, and then like I sold it to a girl. And I had like the EV racing pipe, like the old school, the big, the giant fucking pipe one. I was oh, like, the big chrome, like long boy. Yeah, dude, I found one on. Uh, I got not the chrome version, but it was like the brush metal or some shit version. I found on. Yeah. I found on eBay. That was like during my. That was definitely the years when I was on the eBay hunt. I was like, oh, no one in Mopez knows about eBay. Like you, th- you think you unlock some cheat code when you're like. I mean- <laughs> It was like that for a while, like K10 forks or whatever. Before oh, people yeah. found them, when they were like 40 bucks. yeah, when they were fifty bucks, forty bucks or some shit, like no one knew what they were. They were just cheap hydros. Yeah, and then mopeds found them, and they're like one hundred and ten dollars now. Yeah, dude, like we blew it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, like I don't know. I found that pipe. I found, I found like my kickstart bottom, my V1 kickstart bottom in, like on eBay. It was like okay. missing the kickstart side, which is like whatever, but it had like all the other shit. So I held on to that for years, man, until like Angel got like a Bronco or something with kickstart some stuff. Mm-hmm. And like and like another she had like two of them and like she came down for like a minerally like rebuild weekend and like we're just taking part of all these bikes and doing nothing but minerallys like all weekend. Like there's like there were like four or five motor, motor rebuilds going on. It was fun. And like, that's fucking great. Yeah, dude, it was sick. I'm like, Angel's there, so like, she knows what fucking what's up with the with the V1 and all that stuff, you know. So like, no, 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 fucking shows up. And like, do we have a video somewhere of uh, we so we're messing with this Bronco that's because Thomas got the Bronco and he's she sold it to he sold it to her, and then like she didn't need the kickstart parts because like she already had it or something. So that's where I got the oh. kickstart parts for my for my V1 kickstart or V1L kickstart I was building. Cuz I got the V1L bottom in from kickstart from eBay or whatever. So like we're trying to take apart the motor and we get the side cover off and then like we get the nut off the the, the bell and then it's got that little yeah. like plate that goes like like the cog or whatever that fits into the gear. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that little piece was, was in there, and and it would not come off the shaft. Like, oh. we couldn't get it off, and we're all sitting around. We're we're heating it with a torch. We're like trying to pull it off. We're using WD four. I mean, um, PB blaster, and like all this shit trying to get it off. Like realistically, we probably should have just put like a three jaw puller on the fucking gear. But you're like, ooh, this yeah. is kind of rare, rare shit. You don't want to fuck the gear up. So like. We, we weren't trying to do that. And like, so we all had this wise idea to like put like three flatheads like underneath it or like one giant flathead underneath it and like hit it with a hammer or some shit. I don't know what we were doing, 
but we're doing <laughs> but like we heated we heated it up and it's like we're all fighting to get this thing off it's like this huge deal because there's a bunch of us there building shit and we're like dude we gotta get this off we gotta get this off and we're all like all right man let's get this under here so we get the flathead under there and we're prying at it and like we just we heated the shit out of it and we're all like in a circle around it someone like got two hands like holding <laughs> two or three hands holding the motor down you got a couple hands like, a, like the devil and shit. Yeah, dude. You got a couple hands holding the motor down. You got a couple hands on the fucking screwdrivers. You got someone heating it with a fucking blowtorch. And we're all standing around in a circle looking right down at it. And like we're tapping it with a hammer. You hit it with a hammer. You hit it with a hammer. And you start seeing it move a little bit. We're like, oh, it's moving. You hit it again. Like, oh, it's moving. You hit it again. That motherfucker shot off of there. Like, it went, it went. It went pew, and you, all you see is like this little dust cloud of smoke come off the fucking oh, gear, like fuck. where it shot off, and it hit the ceiling right in front of us, and we're all just like, "Holy shit!" Because like we're all looking down at it, like face down at it, all of us. Like it could have easily just like took someone right the fuck out of the game. But it just passes all of you by and just hits the fucking ceiling. Yeah, dude, it dented the ceiling. We were like, "Oh my god." Holy like, shit. It was so crazy. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> I would have felt like I just, you know, cheated death there a little bit. Yeah, man. It was it was it was a moment for sure. Like <laughs> But yeah, that was like the beginning of the end of my like Italian journey. Like I didn't I wasn't I don't know, I wasn't super deep into it. I got I had that one safari. Like I finally yeah. found all the pieces to build my V1L. I got like the space spacer, like the space. Yeah, they got the space spacer from Marvin, and I got from like, space? yeah, the spacer from space. I got that shit from Marvin. I got um, that old. I don't know who made it. Like the four pedal V1L read intake adapter. Oh yeah, that's the like Carlos Cataiva. That's the fucking Minarelli South American one. Yeah, I got that giant fucker from from Marvin. I got like a a derby kit from him that fit on that space spacer, and like oh, I was like, yeah. I, was oh, like I remember he was deep in viewing all stuff for a bit. Yeah, yeah, he was deep in it, and then like I don't know, man. I was like, I was real like, I was real weary about that like pot metal from the that intake was made out of. I was like, oh man, they oh, made yeah. this fucking intake out of pot metal. Like, why would they do this? Like, and I was like, it's so porous. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, it's an intake. It's got to work right. And like, I was like, whatever, dude. I'm JB welding over the whole thing. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> so I just like slathered the thing out with JB weld around the outside of it to like reinforce it and like keep it from like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. It it, it looked kind of dumb, but like it's super tucked into the bike, so no one really noticed, you know. I mean, if it works, it works. Dude. Yeah, it works. That shit sucks. Yeah, it fucking it fucking worked, dude. It was fine, and like I fucking cut up a Minarelli frame after I saw, um, dude. After I saw Tony build that like uh, sick Motorini on the fucking on that motorbicane. Oh yeah, dude, this thing's fucking nice. I yeah, like that one. Like that thing looks so sick. I was like, damn, dude, I'm gonna put this on a motorbicane too. Like, fuck it. Like, I'm I'm playing copycat. Yeah, I'm like who cares, dude? I'm twinning it up. And I'm gonna, <laughs> I put my V1L on I mean, that thing. Yeah, I mean, I copied putting the fucking spacer on, dude. But once I saw that, I was like, yeah, Killer Dunny needs to go on V1. Yeah. 
How does that thing ride? That thing's probably sick. Oh, dude, you doing it on V1 is like so dreamy. It's so dreamy. It's just all the power you wanted and all the torque that you need. And it keeps temperatures pretty low. Oh, yeah. Like the one I was running on my Baker's bike is like, granted, the pipe really sucked, but I was running like 250, 300 tops most of the time. Mm-hmm. And like, that's hauling my fat ass like up some hills and stuff. Oh, yeah. I think that's part, that's like, like the best part about mopeds when it's just like your bike is like legit. I can really like do some work. And you're just like, yeah, I'm fat and I still haul ass on my bike. And I'm faster than like yeah. all these other all these other people, and I'm like, I feel so good about it. And I'm like, and then I see like some little twink like hop on his bike and like go fucking like seventy miles an hour, and I'm like, ah, I'll never hit, I'll never hit that. <laughs> I'll, I'll never hit that. I've done that a long time. I was like, no, nope, I can never go fast, but I can get there real quick yeah. until like forty. Like <laughs> yeah. I can get I can get fast, but unless I lose hundred pounds, I'm not gonna get that fast. I really like just going up hills. Like I have my snark, which is like probably the first V one I owned. Actually, it is the first V one I owned. Uh, that one I have a crazy Andy from the moped has here made. Uh, well, all the San Jose kids used to do YZ eighty pipes on everything. Oh hell yeah, that's tight. So just like hand make a YZ80 pipe and like maybe extend the stinger or extend the the header but they keep like that fat fucking pipe there. Yeah. And so he gave me this YZ80 Minarelli pipe with like a real short stinger. Like, holy fuck dude, that thing just, once you get in the power band going up a hill, like I'll pass derby, no problem. It just will never get out. Yeah, that's sick. I always wondered that because I have I was gonna like, I'm doing my um my pook uh, cross build this week, them in this winter. Like I've been, like, I was, I got obsessed with my whole like Euro, like enduro dirt bike moped racing shit that's going on out there. I was like, oh, this is so cool. They're building all these cool bikes. They're like having actual races that are sponsored by Red Bull and all this bullshit. Like in the dirt, oh, shit. Yeah. Like like you know enduro trial shit in the woods, like. And in fields. That should sound fun. And I'm like, dude, we need to get that in the States. Like, I want to do, like, a U.S. version of, like, MotoGP, but, like, off-road, like, dirt shit. I think, dude, like, I'd be down for that. I think it would be so much fun. You just get some field, and you build, like, you know, ropes or, like, whatever to, like, outline out your track. And, like, maybe fucking some dirt for some, like, you know, small, like, flat-top jumps. And then, like, maybe, oh, like... Yeah. Either you can do a section like that that's like motocross, where you have like some hills, some flat grass in a field, like some small jumps you build, and then you can have like an enduro class where you do like or single track or whatever, where you do like kind of like a woods course. I think that'd be super fun, dude. I would fucking I would do that. I mean, I read an article about like Vespa cross where they were doing that on Vespa scooters over in Europe, and like. I don't even really ride scooters, but I was, I was like, yeah, sign me up. I'll ride a scooter in this. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, dude, it'd be fucking so much fun. Fuck, dude, it'd be sick. Like, I'd love to do it. Like, I'm, I'm still, like, I think about it all the time, but, like, I'm trying to actually build my bike, like, this winter, and I have a, I have, like, a, a um, I was talking to someone about doing a, um, a Ninja G3 pipe, because the G3s were okay. supposed to be, like, super torquey low-end version of, like, the Ninja, 
And like right. apparently that RPM range works really good with like low end stuff. So I don't know. Someone's supposed to hook me up with one for cheap. So I was going to try that. And I also have a K. I have a KX eighty five. Oh, I have a KX sixty five pipe in the garage too that I was thinking about modding. So like, had that. How was the power band on that? On that? On that? Uh, on that dirt bike pipe? Was it like low end? There, was it? Like, there's no wide. Is like the sixty five and eighty ones are meant for kids to like have a good time, not go super fast. Mm-hmm. So like, they're pretty forgiving power bands, and they're really wide for a moped, and like. It, it makes so much torque once you get into it. Hell yeah. Like, it's just, I would definitely recommend, like, get like a, yeah, like a KZ65, a YZ80. Maybe find like a small, like, fat boy pipe and just give yourself like this big, gnarly circuit. Because the other thing that circuits do, which is really helpful for enduro stuff, is they basically take the heat out of your cylinder. Yeah. So it keeps you cooler when you're not moving the air as much. That makes sense. Like I'm trying to like just like find something that where I can just like I got like a, I'm got a, I got a short pull throttle. Like I'm trying to gear it super low so it only does like 40 miles an hour or something tops. And yeah. I want it to just be like a bike that you it's only full throttle or nothing. Like cool, I turn it full throttle yeah. and then I let off and I like break or coast or whatever I need to do. But it's like. I'm trying to just like whenever I turn the throttle, I want it to like launch into the power band, and it's like, all right, cool, I'm in the pipe, and then I let off, and I'm off, and I'm just off. Just like in the pipe, yeah. off the pipe, in the pipe, off the pipe. I mean, that's that's how, you, that's how you're gonna ride, anyways. You just gotta think about cooling a little more than you would out on the street. Yeah, like I got a fucking Gila, so it should be like you know, big fins, like that. That shit should help. Yeah, that should help a lot. I do like the V1 for the forced fan induction. Oh yeah, yeah. That that's that's that should that, help. That's a good pro pro mod, dude. That was a good uh, engineering design. Like whatever, what other moped has like a fan built in? You know. I like it because they clearly made engines without the fan, and they're like, no, the fan works pretty good. <laughs> like it's a good accessory. Like they made cylinders that are not designed for the fan, and I know Angel will say that you don't need a fan at all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like a fan, yeah. Why not? When when you when you have an option, right? Yeah, and it, on you know cold winter days, it warms up my right ankle. <laughs> I just put my hands down there, and I kind of get some heat off the cylinder. So like it's good in winter. Hell yeah! Multiple uses. <laughs> Man, so. Baker's dozen, bro. Oh yeah, man. I almost forgot about that. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh, we were we were gonna try and hold it this year. Uh but dude, I don't know. Summer went by and like nothing really changed. So we're unfortunately not gonna hold it this year. Uh which kinda sucks. I was really looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, it's always a lot of fun, but like you know, we can't just like hang out and fucking hug people when they cross the finish line and like just do normal stuff. And I don't know, it would have been just weird. And maybe someone in West Virginia would have tried to shoot us because uh, we were trespassing with the COVID. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. But, 
a lot of people were excited about it. Like the snake was a, like you had a good theme this year. You guys had a good route. It was like oh yeah, the least we're intense version. It's basically just being postponed. So we're gonna do everything the same. It's still gonna be the same route next year. Um, gonna go through the Channel of the Dragon, through the Blue Ridge Mountains, and everything. I'm super stoked because I haven't been there before. Um. So it's still, we're still going to do it. There's still going to be prizes. Uh, still going to be t-shirts. Still going to be fucking good times. I just don't know when yet. We're going to figure that out. Uh, we are going to try and have something fun, though. Um, I think I think starting in September, it's going to involve actually riding and actually uh, using your bike. Hopefully your baker's bike, but use whatever bike you want, to be honest. So... I'm going to post that on Instagram once we figure out the details. Um, I don't really have anything more than that at the moment. Some kind of like uh, turn on your glips and and ride through your own town, like 100 miles or something crazy? I mean, yeah, we're definitely going to give away some prizes. Um, Probably give away some cash. Definitely give away like free entry. Um, But one of them is definitely going to be like who rides the farthest in like a 30-day period. So that'd be, that'd be sick. Yeah, there'll definitely be some glints turning on. Um, just gotta figure out a little bit more details on it. Yeah, you gotta but, like yeah. find a way to uh, keep people honest. <laughs> I think that yeah, we just gotta make sure like that glints tracks it historically like that. I think there's a way for it to do it and just see like how many miles total a rider has done. And so like if you don't put it on your glints, it doesn't count. That's that. This is usually how it works. Yeah. So hopefully we can figure out an easy way to make it so like people aren't downloading five different apps to do shit. That would be just annoying. Yeah. And like no uh no no car glimpsing. No car glimpsing. I mean I I have seen a moped go seventy two before <laughs> on pinball two. That was wild, dude. That, that was, was the uh Black Black Boys on the fucking Cobra talk dude that thing was so, was so sick that crazy fucking fairing and like yeah. the two inch tires no one believed it dude everyone's just looking <laughs> at everyone's watching it on the internet and you're like are they in a car are they what are they doing like there's no way that they're going 72 miles an hour for this long i don't think their chase vehicle went 72 to be honest <laughs> Uh, it was funny too. We had Buck like watching the fucking DOT cameras. The and he was just like, "Oh, like, yep, there they go, blasting over the fucking bridge." Uh, they appear to have broken down on the side of the Milwaukee <laughs> Bridge. Yeah, they they won, but they definitely destroyed some shit doing it. <laughs> it was it was real fun to watch them. Like it was like Icarus, you know, you fly too close to the sun, your shit blows up. But like. <laughs> One of them's driving, one of them's riding, the third one's welding together shit in the back of the van. It's like, no, we're going to put another engine out there. Yeah. Dude, this shit's wild, because they were just like, I can't really imagine, like, I never wanted to do, like, the idea of doing pinball or Baker's Dozen sounded great. It sounded really fun. It seemed like it'd be an adventure. Like, I personally couldn't do it because of the work, you know, stuff. I'm like, I can't even afford that time. But, if I could afford the time, then my second thing was, man, I don't think my body <laughs> could handle what they were doing. They're like, all right, you're going to ride this moped. It's a moped. 
Like we all know what that's like. <laughs> they're real fun. You do a hundred mile ride and you're like, mm, I'm kind of over it. And you do that yeah. for days and days and days. And you're going to do it full tuck. Cause they're like, all right, we have to hit maximum speed the entire time. Oh yeah. And those pinball too, those days were usually like 300 something yeah. miles each day. They so were long like as fuck. 12 hours. Long as fuck. And they weren't trying to chill. Like now it's like, oh, I'm building my Baker's dozen bike. It's going to be comfortable. I'm bringing a couch on the road. <laughs> I mean, I think people learned a little bit. They're like, okay, comfort is a little important. We can't just, you know, take methamphetamines for five days. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't work out so well. <laughs> what are you doing right now? Sipping on lean, riding this bike. <laughs> I'm chilling, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it should be fun next year, man. Hopefully you'll do it because it, it's a nice, lazy route down the, the East Coast. Well, I don't know. I just know there's a bunch of turns in the mountains. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe I'll like just do it for like a day or two, something so close to home, you know, for fun. I mean, yeah, we're even going like north and then south. So like at least two days and you'll be back back at home. Yeah, pop in, check it out. I don't know, it's a bummer that it's uh that you know Baker's gonna get canceled. Like uh, I know a lot of people are still we're still kind of pumped on it after like everything else has been kind of shut down. I've seen like yeah a couple small rides pop up. I know Mad Brapper's doing some small ride. I think this weekend or next weekend up in Pennsylvania that some people are going to. And there's been like, oh, a nice. couple couple small things popping around, but like I don't know, like. It's been probably like you know a pretty boring year for mopeds. Like in general, like everyone's so used to like yeah. We held so out busy. until uh, I I I don't remember. Time is weird to me now. I think last week it might have been the week before, but we held out for a while. We thought that we could make it happen, but it also would have been just me. Like no one else could have come and done logistics, so yeah. that would have been rough. But you know, it's happened before. Sweet. But yeah, it was. Yeah. Speaking of that, dude, how's Jenny doing? Um, she's about to have her last chemo soon, or she's had her last chemo. Um, she's getting a titty chopped off in September, I believe. Yeah, man, down she goes. But she seems to be in good spirits, you know, and like I think I think the chemo's working. Um, yeah, she seems to be doing you know a lot better than the beginning of the year. Hell yeah. Surprise! You have cancer. Yeah, yeah. Surprise! Like right out the gates. I think when I when I first saw it, I like uh, I sent her this uh, this picture of this girl's link from here. Like we have this girl like in Richmond. Like, like she goes by like, Empress Stationelle or whatever. She does like burlesque and stuff. And like she's yeah super rad chick. Like probably one of the coolest chicks like I've met. And like she got breast cancer at like. 20 years old, like, you know, 21 or something stupid young where you're like, yeah. when you're like, what? Like, you know, you're in college and you're like, Oh, you have breast cancer surprise. And like, she had to get uh, a d- double just, uh, breast removal and, uh, yeah. like That's go through all the chemo, like, lose all her hair. Like, you know, like, and she bounced back super hard and like, you know, oh, like, yeah. got like, got like fake boobies put in and like started like doing like burlesque stuff and like, and really like embracing it and like her body and all this stuff. And like 
turn it into like a super positive and like I don't know. Like she's super rad. So like I sent her yeah, some awesome. like that girl's like profile like right after because she like you know every once in a while she makes like you know posts where she talks about it and like how she overcame all the shit and like how she had to go back and get chemo again and like I don't know it's crazy stuff. Dude, all that shit is like super gnarly and like anyone who has to go through that like fuck, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. And then like it sucks that she's going through it. Too now, like with this fucking year, you know, like yeah, twenty twenty is a <laughs> fucking shit show, dude. Hey, everything about this year, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this whole this whole year can suck a dick, dude. <laughs> everything, dude, just fuck it, just burn it all down. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm glad like I got a new job out of it. That's kind of cool. Like, like I'm, you know, I don't know, like. Yeah. Like I'm still, we're still I, I don't know. It's weird. We're still getting married this year. <laughs> I'm actually, that was one good thing. I, I learned how to rebuild a motorcycle and then I did it. <laughs> yeah, that's tight. What'd you rebuild? Uh, I have a Honda Ascot. The VT 500. Okay. It's, it's basically a moped motorcycle. It's like a 1984. Uh, if you Google it, I'll send yeah, you a picture. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I, go- I already Googled it. I already looked at it. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, yeah. I'm on it, dude. Yeah, all the, all the cams and chains and all that weird stuff. That was interesting to learn about, but it's basically just a moped with an extra cylinder. Yeah. Like cam chain stuff. Like I learned about it when I was messing with, uh, what were those things? There's uh, one of those CT90s. Oh, yeah. So like that's, that was the first time I had to like play with it cam and chain tension and I'm like oh man this is weird but like just like another thing I don't want to mess with it anymore like <laughs> but like the, yeah. first, the first time around I was like alright I get it I guess like I'm good <laughs> well yeah I, I like sent the heads out to get fixed and like I had to set the valves and everything and when I set them and then realized how bad my previous valves were I was like oh how was it running <laughs> Curious. Like it just worked, man. It's a Honda, man. It should do. It does. It just works. They just run, and you meet the nicest people on a Honda. That's what they always tell me. <laughs> you meet the nicest people. <laughs> you meet the nicest people on a Honda. <laughs> I don't know why. That, I don't know why that's such a joke. I don't know why people always joke about that. No, you meet the nicest people on a Honda. <laughs> I think it's like a Harley joke, like making fun of Honda people. <laughs> it doesn't sound like that. But then like you go ride a Honda and you're like, Oh, everyone's nice to me for some reason. <laughs> They're like, Oh man, you're not, you're, you're, not, you're not intimidating at all. You're riding a Honda. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't care at all. <laughs> <laughs> like you're not welcome at Sturgis. Thank you. Cause I don't want to be there. <laughs> I don't want to go. Thank all, you so much. All there passing COVID around. Yeah, all the roads here are much emptier. I don't know. <laughs> Less Harley, though, anyway. Dude. Man. Oh. <laughs> I'm, like, still, like, looking at this bike, like, uh... I'm like trying to see if there's like a super cool version. I'm seeing some that have like the bodies, like you know, the extra fairings taken off and stuff. Oh yeah, 
Wait, the ascot? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like, dude, there's a couple, there's a couple like really slick ones out here, dude. Like some really like fancy cafe looking ones that I'm like, yo, that's pretty crazy looking. I mean, it's, it's a fun platform. Like it's a Honda, and so you can just take parts from other Hondas and put it on there. Um, like it takes shadow parts pretty easily. They're all mostly bolt on. Oh yeah. And like, I bought I bought the motorcycle running for eight hundred dollars. So like, that's a good deal. <laughs> It's cheaper than a moped out here. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I think that was my first, my first one. My first motorcycle was like the uh, the Honda Nighthawk or whatever. Oh hell yeah! Like it was just got like one of our buddies rode it to Richmond and then it sat in front of the shed shed for like a really long time. And like I bought it and like I took it to my buddy Wes and like he helped me like redo the carbs and we got it started and like I just rode it around since. And then, like, eventually yeah, just sold it, to, sold it to one of the Legion boys. And, like, they, like, really went over it after I sold it to them. I was like, because I was like, oh, i just been riding it, man. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, he came to a rally. He rode it as a loner. And then he took it home with them. And I'm like, all right, sick. <laughs> and, like, I think, like, oh, like, a month later, the fucking, the electric start, like, broke on him or something. I'm like, I don't know, dude. Like, <laughs> I rode it. It's just a motorcycle that I was riding around. I don't know. I don't know shit about it. Never worked on it besides like doing the cams and like, you know, I mean the carbs and like, you know, having my buddy Wes kind of look it, look it over and get it going for me. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing. My starter kind of doesn't start sometimes. Once I have to bump start it, but like, you know, once it warms up, it's good. Yeah. Nothing's funnier than watching people bump start big bikes. I <laughs> <laughs> got a buddy's, uh, his uh, he's got he had a kick only like Harley, like it's kick only fucking shovel head, like on a <laughs> chopper, nice. and like he went like <laughs> he went like with us like on a moped ride, and he's riding the big ass chopper, and like we like stop at this gas station, and we're chilling, we're gonna go to like the Lost Bowl or like the fucking Hell Satan backyard or whatever, and like you know hit the pool and chill with them, oh, and he was like, he, like his fucking kick mechanism went out. And he's like, dude, like I can't start my bike. The kick went out. And we're like trying to teach him how to like fucking bump it. We're like, oh, dude, just bump it, man. So there's like three moped kids like pushing this fucking chopper Harley like in a parking lot, <laughs> so he can like bump it in gear. And like he he was like blowing it at first, dude. He'd like uh, kick off the clutch, but he oh. but, but he wouldn't like he kick off the clutch to bump it, but he wouldn't fucking like pull the clutch back in the clutch lever back in. Like, you oh, know, what? like, he just like, I don't know. He just didn't know how to like bump it. Like on the thing we're like, nah, dude, put that bitch in like third gear, something super soft. We're going to yeah. push you and like kick off the fucking, like, you know, let go of the, of the fucking clutch, let it pop a couple times and pull the clutch back in and give it gas. Like, yeah, just let it idle and then it back into neutral. Good yeah, to go. dude. I'm like, but we got him going and he fucking got it to, to a spot to get it worked on. Cause he wrote it down from DC too, so it was like, was like, all right, man, you got to get home, don't you? <laughs> He's like, no, no, I'm good. Again, big bike shit, dude. Yeah, I'm kinda, I, haven't, I haven't had anything really big in a while. I got my like my little DRZ like 400, and like that's like the biggest thing I got. I don't know, that's cool. It does, does the things. Oh yeah. I like the DRZs. Those are good. Yeah, it's like reliable, sturdy. It's like, you know, I know it's going to run. Like, 
never change the oil, like don't take care of it, like it just like fires up and runs. <laughs> don't do anything. Yeah, I'm literally down. I'm just like, what am I doing today? I'm gonna take it in the woods, I'm gonna get it dirty, I'm gonna bring it home. I'm not gonna clean it. <laughs> <laughs> like this this fork seal's leaking a little bit. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, just put more oil and it'll be fine. Yeah, Whatever. It still goes on the highway and does like 80 something all day. Like, it gets me down the street. I ride it to work. Like, you know, whatever. I was telling someone the other day, I was like, I need to sell it before, like, before I really fuck it up. <laughs> like, just get like, just get out of it. It'll blow up eventually. It. Yeah. I can sell it now. Yeah, before it'll I fuck up it up. Like, I don't want to, <laughs> like, blow it real hard. You know, who get, I was like, dude, I could sell it and I could buy an Onyx. I could trade in my 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 highway going fucking dirt bike for a fucking a e bike. Goes twenty thirty miles, I think. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is such a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, the freedom of a large motorcycle is you can't beat that with electric yet. Yeah, I can't. Like, I can throw my girl in the back. We can, like, hop on the highway and I can, like, make it to the other side of town and, like, not have to think about it. Like, I mean, what else do you really need? Or you can just go somewhere and you're like, I'll just get gas on the way. Wherever <laughs> I can yeah. I'm just heading east. Fuck it. Yeah, gas is pretty fun. Like, you know, gas is pretty fun, man. I don't know. It's still gonna. I think it's still gonna be a while before I would really convert to like an e transportation like thing. I mean, uh, for like grocery getting and stuff right now, like I could absolutely like I got an e bike, like just a regular bicycle, bicycle, mm-hmm. and like throw like a couple bags of groceries on that thing, and I can pedal it no problem. Goes you know fifteen miles now. That's great, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, for anything more than that, it's not there yet. Yeah. I wish it was. What are you thinking? It's just like the battery technology holding it back still? Yeah, it's just like, I mean, batteries are still, you know, anywhere between like 40 and 60% of the vehicle cost. So, like, you can only afford so much battery and you can only fit so much battery because they're big. And so you can only go so far. Yeah. Because, like, we've had electric motors since, like, 1903. They haven't changed much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, motors about the same. I see, like, fucking uh, the kid. We had him on the podcast. Like, uh, I think we had him. I don't know if we had him on twice or if we had him on once. Um, he's down in Florida. His name is Jason, too. And he, um, he's doing, <laughs> yeah, and he's doing, uh, like, moped uh, e-bike conversions. And he's selling, oh, okay. and he's selling, he's selling kits. So it's like for Tomos and for Poog, I think he has already. Where it's like, you buy the kit, it comes with like your rear wheel motor, and like the uh, like a pedal like attachment part that just bolts on to where the motor would go. Like the same mounts for like your motor mount. It's just this like weird like a pedal attachment piece that bolts in. Huh. I'm like he's doing like uh, I think he just bought like a bunch of like LX frames that he's like doing because I guess like he made a pretty good like you know profit like on a couple of those LXs that he converted into e-bikes. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Like you can do a little markup there, and yeah, it's like oh, it's top tank. It's got like trunk space in like the tank. He like cut the tank open so you could like use the tank as storage. 
or like, or like put like a battery in the tank or something like that. Like, I don't know. It looks pretty slick. He's well, he's doing pretty slick. I'll send you some links or whatever. It's called um, what's it called? It's called uh, the it's called fuck man um, moped emporium, electric moped emporium. Yeah. I've never heard of it. Yeah, send me some links. Yeah, he's got like a YouTube channel too. Well, that's like he like he started. He just like had the idea and like started making a YouTube channel and like he kind of like was like, all right, like this is what kind of what I'm trying to do. Like I want to do these conversion kits and like so we interviewed him or had him on the show and we talked about it and like it kind of actually worked out. And then I think like him and the dude from Open Magazine kind of linked up and he's like working with that guy now or something too. Yeah, some shit like that. I saw him down in that uh that Tampa rally. He showed up with his with two of his e bikes to that. Like I was gonna ride him in the parking lot, but like I got caught up with like other people and never even like rode the thing. Huh. Yeah, uh, I don't think I've heard of this at all. I I'm slacking apparently. Shit. Yeah, I'll I'll link you, dude, and I'll i I'll find it and fucking hook it up. But it's cool. Like it's it's something different, like and it's like a kind of like I guess a cheap way to get into it. I think the full kit stuff is still kind of expensive. Like if you compare it to like a moped, you know? Yeah. I'm like, oh well, you can do the kit and this and that and this and that to your moped for the same money. But I don't know. You know, you know how it is. It's just bikes. You know, people want to do stuff different. Like you, there's options for it. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, that's like, that's why I like the spacers and minerales, because, like, you get bored of the Polini, like, I want to throw some other weird shit on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I found it. It's a Electric Moped Emporium. Electric Moped Emporium, okay. Yeah, just look it up on uh, YouTube. I think he's, like, you know, on Instagram and all that stuff, too. Okay. But, yeah. Like, you know, cool shit. I don't know. Something else going on. I don't think he's updated a video in a while. Yeah, I haven't seen a new video in a while. Like, his last one was six months ago. I'm like, yo, bro, what happened to your YouTube channel, man? You're dropping the ball. Are you alive? <laughs> I tried to start a YouTube channel, or, like, I was going to, like, I started it, but, like, it was, like, right when COVID happened, I was like, man, I got laid off work, and I was like, dude, I got all this time on my hands. What am I going to do, man? I might make shitty uh, moped content on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so you started making, I started making some dumb like joke videos. I was like, no one's doing like skits that are like moped related. I was like, I love those like skit channels where they're just doing jokes and stuff. Like I saw this rad one the other day. This um, this guy was like being held 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 hostage or not held hostage. He's been held at gunpoint. And he's like got his hands up. He's standing there. And the guy holding the guns, looking at him, and he's just like. He's like, you got any last words? And the guy, and the guys, and the guy turns, around, and the guy's got his hands up, and he's just like, he's like, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And then all you see, and then it cuts back to the guy holding the gun, and the guy's like, what? And then like while the gun, like while the like camera's on him or whatever, like another gun slowly comes up to the side of the of the gunman's head, and it's Jake, and it's fucking Jake from State Farm. Dude, I lost my shit. It was so fucking funny. I was like, yeah, this is the best State Farm commercial ever. I'm like, if that guy's not getting a fucking check from State Farm for this skit right now, like he's blowing it super hard. 
I was like, that's a, that's that's money right there, dude. Like, you better fucking pay up State Farm. That's that's a fucking getter. It was, now airing. <laughs> yeah, dude, that shit was so funny. I was losing my shit. So I was like, dude, I'm gonna make funny like YouTube videos. Like, I think I did I did one making fun of Upjet, like how they uh they win all the raffles. Like, I don't know if you ever been to like a raffle out out in the East Coast where like they're at. I I haven't yet. Do they win them all? So like I think a couple of times like they would just like go in on raffle tickets as a club. Like Oh, just like get a big old like thing of raffle tickets. Yeah, just get a pot. They're just like, all right, the club drops three hundred bucks on raffle tickets. <laughs> and they just like buy a, a huge like, oh cool, you're doing twenty bucks of a, 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 a wingspan or like an ass load or some shit. Like, cool, let me get three hundred dollars worth of tickets. Like <laughs> you know how many ass loads that is, you know how many wingspans that is, dude. There's like this like long fucking like tour bus length of tickets you know and they're like so they win like multiple prizes so many assholes yeah dude there's a lot of assholes right there boy so they just win like all this shit and everyone's just like chanting like upjet sucks like the whole time like upjet sucks upjet sucks so like the, the the youtube skit i did was just like making fun of that it was just like a guy at the raffle was just like an absurd amount of tickets around my neck. Like, just like holding them up, winning prizes left and right, and everyone just like yelling out, like, Upjet sucks. And I'm just like, yeah, I know, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, thanks. <laughs> like, they win again. Like, I won, like, and, like it was funny because, like, I think that how I ended it, like, I won all these prizes, but then when the raffle bike came up, I lost, and like, some, like, oh. no- some noob at their very first rally, like, won it. <laughs> You're like fuck! I almost got, I almost ran the table on this. <laughs> yeah, like fucking bullshit. And then we did uh me and Thomas did a like a we did an E50 rebuild video, but it's like the redneck rebuild kind of thing. All right, go on, go on. Oh, uh, we uh, <laughs> so we're just like it's like a the the premise is like um we're doing like a vlog. It's like a vlog for like our moped garage. I can't remember we called it like some shitty southern like joke fucking name, and like you know you, the the you the vloggers like giving you the walk the walk around and you know showing the showing them you know follow me man we're going into the garage and like Thomas is asleep in the corner and like drunk off some like uh apple crown royal we were drink he was drinking, <laughs> and uh, we like um we do the rebuild and to split the cases we just sprayed the we sprayed the whole motor down and on the inside with a carb spray set it on fire (laughs) like that's how you that's how you break that's how you break down the uh that's how you break down all the fucking sealant you know all the liquid gasket and shit so (laughs) so just like so just like motors just like burning on the bench and kicking it falls apart like see it that shit came right apart I've never heard I've never done that before. No, it's not real. It's not it's not like a real oh, thing okay. like anyone would really do. It's just like we did it as like a joke. Like I hope people don't try it at home, like kind of thing. Like Well, I would have tried it at home clearly from what has happened right now. I was like, Yeah, how does that work? I wanna do it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't real. It was like but it was funny. It was just like, dude, like yeah man, that's what you that's what you do split these cases. People people hit them with hammers, do all this shit, but well, we do it down here in the south if you just spray it full of carb cleaner and set it on fire. 
And then like all the extra like residue and shit that's like on the cases instead of cleaning them. I'm like, no, nah, we leave that there. That helps it stick together next time. And then we just slather it all down with more like like liquid gas I mean liquid sealant. Like, but it's like we use like the shit. whole entire tube, so it was like oozing out like all over the side. You know those motors that you've like the joke of that was like, you know, when you buy that motor from the team rando and and you just pick the motor up or you take it off the bike or you look at the bike and you're like, dude, why did he use so much liquid gasket? It's like what? it's just like an inch like hanging out of the side of the fucking case. You finally get it open. It's like liquid gasket like inside of the case everywhere. You're like, why did he use so much? You're supposed to like <laughs> apply it thinly, you know? We're like, nah, man, you're supposed to put on as much as you can, like in the video. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie, in my early days, I did the same thing. I was just like, <laughs> flash it on there, it's fine. Yeah, just put it on thick, and like, then like you like smeared along the edges on the outside, so there's like, you can't even see the seam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see the thing that was feeling. Yeah, we put some like inside of the bearing, you know, you don't want the bearing to spin too fast. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I wouldn't do that, but damn. Yeah, I'll, I'll link you, they're pretty shitty. Uh, joke videos. <laughs> I did some other one. I don't even remember what it was, but I was like, "Yeah, dude, I want to Like that's gonna be my that's gonna be my my new thing because I was just home from work, dude, with nothing to do. You know, everyone's like doing animal push ups and all this weird shit. I was gonna like like I had a you know you never see that shit like during like the beginning of COVID when everyone's just at home trying to like doing all this weird shit to like entertain themselves. Like people are like, "Yeah, I'm doing squats while holding my dog." Oh, we're doing squats oh. with my partner on my back. Yeah, oh. we had a lot of uh, sourdough bread making. <laughs> that yeah. was pretty popular here. People yeah. would like pin bags of sourdough yeast starter, like to the telephone poles, and just say like free, free. <laughs> yeah, there's just so much dumb shit going on. That people starting farms, like you know, gardening, like all the <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I had like another premise. I was gonna do like uh like like an exercise like you know COVID exercise workout plan that involved like doing all these exercises with your moped, like doing squats with your moped, doing moped curls, like you're just curling moped frames in the garage, like you know. <laughs> dude, I had a whole list of dumb shit, dude. I was like, I'm doing a video a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Your stationary bicycle. <laughs> yeah. Put it on the center stand, lean forward. Yeah, center stand, lean forward, but while you're like watching TV in your living room, what are you doing? Working out. <laughs> Can't go outside. No <laughs> <laughs> pen doing dual duty. <laughs> yeah, man. Something, dude. I don't know. When you have free yeah. time on your hands, you just want to like be creative and like why not do it with your with your moped, all right? You know? I mean, you gotta do something with them, you know. When they're when they're hungry, you're hungry. Something like that. <laughs> when they're cold, you're cold. If you're, yeah, that's if, you're, it. If, if you're cold, your moped's cold. Bring it inside. Mike, man, <laughs> fuck that bike, dude. My bike. <laughs> I was like, the guy, I was, outside. Yeah, I was told the dude was like, people was like, oh, I, I keep my bike under a tarp, and like I do this shit for the longest time. I was just like, man, fuck that bike, dude. Like my bike sits outside of the rain getting drenched, it fires right up the next time and runs, like... <laughs> it thrives on that. It lives in it. Yeah, it lives like this, dude. I'm like, my bike, if you if you ride it enough, it's not gonna break, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's 
then I, then I was on my bike outside, like, in a fucking torrential downpour, like, some, like, hurricane monsoon type fucking rain. And next time I went out, the shit was completely full of water, like, everywhere. I was like, yo, I don't know what happened. <laughs> like, <laughs> everything I've been saying for years backfired. <laughs> I left a moped out in, like, Jake Bengals' backyard for several months, and, like, dude, that motor was fucked. It was just full of water. Yeah. You just like turn it upside down, open the car, which just starts leaking out of it. Take the spark plug out, see what happens. Water comes shooting out. Yeah. Dude, I was I rebuilt my bike the other day, like recently, like last week, and I don't know what happened. Like I got the motor off one of our friends in Richmond in like a trade. And I take it off and I put all my fancy parts on his like bottom end that he just built. I was like, I watched him build it. Like, I helped him put it together. I didn't help him, but I pointed fingers, you know? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. sure, Mike. I'll point some fingers for you, dude. Like, I got you. And I watched him put it together, and like, and then he didn't want it. Like, he was like, oh, like, I really don't want to go down the fucking rabbit hole of Honda. Like, I think I'm just going to stick with Tomos and Pook. Like, shit, I know. So I traded him, like, some Polini E50 and some other shit or whatever and got his stuff. And um, I go to put it together, and I'm like, all right, cool. Bottom end's good. Let me put my parts on it. And I put it on the bike, and I put my pipe on. And like I'm getting, around, I'm go to start it up, put on some, some fucking cheater, fucking starter fluid, and I'm turning it over, and it's just like not running and not running and not running. And I'm drill starting it, and I'm like checking the time in, and I'm checking all this shit, like just built it. I'm checking all this shit, and like the bike just wouldn't start. It started like once or backfire or do something weird, and I was like, damn, dude, I don't know what's going on. And this was like days of me fucking with it, just like because I don't have like a whole lot of time to do it all at once. So it's like, okay, I've got an hour here, thirty minutes there. I'm like, all right, man, I don't know what's going on. I'm gonna take the pipe off, take the pipe off. The bike fires up, and I'm like, okay, that's weird. I'm like, maybe the pipes clogged. I'm like, maybe the pipes clogged. Maybe something's going on. Maybe it's like back pressure's fucked up or something. And I fucking pull the pipe off the bike, and and I turn it upside down, and it's just like all this gas from like all the times me trying to start it. Just sitting in the bottom of the fucking pipe. Oh, man. <laughs> I was like, damn, it's like this thing's been sitting in the rain for like a month, dude. I'm like, it was crazy. Yeah. It was like so much like carb spray and starter fluid and gasoline just like sitting in the bottom of this pipe like in a fucking puddle. <laughs> so, I needless to say, like that, that helped some. That wasn't like the, the final problem, but like that was definitely part of it. Like okay, man. When your when your motor is completely full of fluid, like the pipes full of fluid, it might not run too good. Yeah, you know, sometimes they like it, sometimes they don't. <laughs> I don't know why, but that made me think like, uh, sometimes it sounds like you're not, sometimes it don't, or whatever that fucking thing is. I can't even <laughs> think. Of. It's like some commercial. <laughs> I I don't know which one you're talking about. <laughs> Oh man, I can't even think of it now. I blew it. It's like some it was like some cereal or some shit. I can't remember. Chicken tonight? I feel like chicken tonight. <laughs> sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't, or some shit. <laughs> oh yeah, these mounds. Mounds and almond joy. Oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> oh man, now I want one of those. I think I'm just hungry. <laughs> yeah. I don't want something. We've been on the phone for a long time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit. What time is it? Uh, it's uh, it is 11 to 30 here. 
Look at this, like eight thirty here. Uh, yeah, okay. I should probably make some food too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom, tell me, eat something. I had, you know, I had my creepy internet stocking Olive Garden earlier. You're wait, internet stocking what now? Olive Garden, because they like creep me out. Oh yeah, right. Instagram me, yeah, yeah. Damn, Olive Garden sounds good. There's not an Olive Garden near me though. Yeah. All right, well, let's wrap it up, dude. Long story short. Uh, if you stuck with us hanging out on the phone and you enjoy things like this, uh, poor Baker's Dozen, the snake run, or whatever the fuck it was called. Great name. Can't, Dragon can't, can't remember it. <laughs> Dragon, the Dragon Slayer. <laughs> the Dragon Slayer with the sickest trophies welded from the Weld Wizard himself, Jake Kane. Also, oh, dude, so a, a.k.a. Master of the Tomos. Fastest Tomos in the country. If you don't believe me, get at them. I want to see you race. Conan, whoever the fuck thinks they got it. Take them on, dude. Fastest no, demos ever. But uh, yeah, great, sick, wadded uh, trophies. And they're going to stick around for next year and try again. You know? Sorry if yeah, you already yeah. built a bike, but it looks like, uh, you know, Malin's got a couple things in plan, you know, going around that might you know give you a chance to still use your bike and win some kind of prize and we're sorry but you know you gotta, uh, you gotta, gotta do what we're gonna do to, to tune up your bike because they always break you know that yeah i'm like you know maybe give like a couple more people opportunity that like they wanted to do it this year but like you know didn't want to you know risk the doing it like uh hopefully next year they can come out yeah, and hopefully, you know, anyone who just didn't have the preparation or couldn't get the time off, regardless of, you know, a global pandemic happening, hopefully, you know, you got some time to schedule some time off next year. Yep. So, that's what it is, man. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, bro, I've had some fun hanging out. That's cool. Oh, dude, me too. This is great. Like... <laughs> This is probably the, the the least. I mean, all our fucking podcasts are really informal, but this is probably the the, the super uh, most informal because we just hung out. So whatever. I, yeah. <laughs> I dug it though, dude. It was, it was tight. It was good hanging out with you, man. Yeah, dude. Um, I'll send you some of those links I was telling you about, and and you know, talk to you another time, man. All right. Yeah. I'll see you as soon as I can. All right. Later. Love you, bro. All right. Later, man. Love you too. Bye. Cool. So I didn't really intro it, but that was Maitland from the Creatures and one of the guys who puts together the Baker's Dozen run. And, you know, Baker's Dozen's not going to happen this year. I know a lot of you guys are going to be bummed out, going to be sad. I've seen a lot of really cool bikes that were being built for it. It's all cool. Honda, you know, Top Tank, you know, you know, you know how the Hobbit Top Tank thing goes. Like I've saw one of those with a removable like basket rack set up. Uh, I remember Charlie Buzzard talking a little bit about maybe turning the, uh, the tandem moped into like a, a full like pinball Baker's dozen racing, you know, chase vehicle and riding machine, you know, have his own supplies in the back. Um, I saw a brand new, one of the guys from uh, QCP, was going to bring out um, the bi-bike 
which would have been like pretty rad to see how that thing would do on it. Like, all right, cool. No one else really has one of these. Like, that'd be a cool platform to bring out. Like, I don't know. People always get creative. People always bring cool shit when they do like a race like this. Like, I know a lot of people are pumped for it and probably already took time off work and have been like spending money and time building their bike and trying to prepare. Well, now you just have more time to do it. And hopefully it's even better next time around. I don't know. Like, so much going on. Like, you know, what can we do but continue to like, you know, just play it by ear and figure shit out as we go, dude. Like, those mopeds, we're still gonna like be in love with them. Like, you know, so just keep grinding out there. And thank you for listening. If you want to support the podcast, you can hit us up and buy something over at our website. It's mopedmonday.com. Or if you have a topic or would like to be on the show or someone you think we should talk to, you can email us at mopedmonday.com or mopedmonday at gmail.com. And you can hit us on our voicemail line if you'd like to. I don't know. Tell us a story, a fail you had, um, some kind of love-hate relationship thing with mopeds, or you just want to like ask us a question, or send a shout out to someone in your club, or you know, rep your set. I don't know. Whatever you want to send, I'll fucking play it live on the show because we don't care. Um, so that number is eight zero four six three eight nine five three three. And as always, dude, fuck your car, ride a moped. So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Fuck your car. Ride a moped. I don't know, like, touch your fly, was it moving? Like, no, it feels pretty locked up. Sounds like a fuck, dude. Oh, boy. Wah, wah, wah. You fucking